What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. And once again, we want to say thank you, everybody, for riding with us and leaving comments and going to the email and leaving emails, thecaseycrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-C-A-C-Crew at gmail.com. Uh, once again, we appreciate you guys for leaving comments, uh, DMing us, leaving comments on Twitter. We definitely appreciate it. Now, uh, also, the KC crew at gmail.com. We appreciate the support of all the merchandise, whether it's the hats, the socks, or, you know, the uh, damn gear shirts. <laughs> shout to uh, Jada. I seen somebody wearing it in a club. It's a damn Jada. So yes. Shout to Jada. Shout to everybody that supports us. We really, really appreciate it. Now, I know we said this week we were going to do nothing but read emails because we get so many emails Mm -hmm. but somebody came into town that we decided that we thought would be great for the casey crew podcast you know uh basketball wives it's not la new york it's just basketball wives now it is now it's straight basketball wives it was on this uh past monday Mm -hmm. so now we have a special guest in the building miss tammy roman yes welcome tammy (laughs) thank you and her boo yeah. Now they call him. I, I, I looked his name up. They, all it is is it just says Reggie Youngblood. <laughs> That's me, man. It just Reg- says Reggie Youngblood. Reggie Youngblood from East Houston, Texas. Now is that <laughs> is that your birth certificate name? Birth. Really? Youngblood. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just Youngblood. I thought you called him Youngblood. No. That's that Cherokee. That's your real Youngblood, you guys? That's that Cherokee. You know all black folks. (laughs) Got got an Indian in their blood. You got some little Indian. (laughs) You you don't need that wave cap. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Now, when he walked in... I was looking at him like, well, look at this Amazonian black man that just walked into the studio. You do not seem that tall on television. I he told me that you are 6'5". I would have put you at a good 5'11 and a half. 5'11"? Wow. I, I guess so. Yeah, you you shocked me when you came in. You're it's, like towering over everyone. Yeah, it's not the first time I done heard that, so oh, I'm okay. used to it now. But yeah, I'm not a little guy. So the oh, first okay. question is, you don't play football? You don't play basketball? I used to play football. Okay. I played at the University of Miami. Played for the Saints. And then uh, once I was done playing, opened up some businesses. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm an entrepreneur. Now, now let's start. Now, how did y'all meet, Tammy? How did you meet him? Uh, we met at Papa Do's in Houston. Now, if you don't know Papa Do's, yeah. it's, it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant. That's, they sell everything there. It's like the clothes. P- no, not no, clothes. not clothes. Food. <laughs> you said a restaurant. Oh, okay. Food. You're like they sell everything. The food. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, he used to kick it with this guy that, and that guy was trying to talk to one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And so we were sitting at the table together, like, mm, child, when it's gonna be over? Both of us, uh-huh. like, I, I don't want to talk to him. He didn't want to talk to me. But they were sitting there so long, we were forced to talk. Mm-hmm. Right. So we. You you know, conversation started and then uh, we went out and he was like, uh, why don't you just let me get your number? You know, so I gave him my number and then the rest is history. We kind of First just, of all. For, uh, that's okay. how it first happens. First of all. See, this is why I like the guys for the music. First of all. First of all, uh, I told her, I say, put your number in my phone. You did. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did. But when I walked in, I felt the peep in me. Lies you tell. Lies you, you know tell. What I mean? Cause, so, cause her version said she couldn't wait to get out of there. So I played He's it cool. Lying. I played it cool. You know, just said, nah, I played the little quiet. The real truth her. is, him and his friend was standing at the door because they couldn't get a table. First but, of all, but Tammy yeah. Roman was sitting with a big table, empty seats, and I invited y'all to come and sit with me. It was two guys. We're going to go sit at the bar anyways. Two mm-hmm. dudes not going to sit at the booth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, now, Tammy, now he's younger than you. 
17 years. 17 years. You, yeah. How old are you? I'll be 30 in May. 30 oh, in May. You'll be 30. Yes. Be yeah. 30 in May. Okay, Tammy. Did you have any reservation about him being so young? Because you know younger guys, is they got to get the... the they got to grow up. They got to grow up. There you go. They got to grow up. I mean, typically, the idea is that mm-hmm. younger men need to get all of it out of their system mm-hmm. before they're ready to settle down and look for the same things that an older woman may be looking for. Typically, a younger man isn't in the same place right. or mm-hmm. the same space as mm-hmm. an older woman. I, w- I would say he's like a freak of nature <laughs> in that sense because he's so mature. Mm-hmm. And I think that by him having played and now not playing, all of that is kind of out of his system. Right. And he comes from like such good stock, like his mother and his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Like He was raised by women. So he really values, and his father's still in his life. Mm-hmm. So uh, he just understands relationship and family. And so when we met, that's what I was looking for, mm-hmm. you know, and it just kind of clicked that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> because like she said, you know, I did all that. Right. You know what I mean? I had my fair shell. Get tired of going to the club. It's mm-hmm. the same. It's the same process. I'm sure you went through it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to the club, meet a chick. Bang, bang, boogie. Then what else? <laughs> bang, bang, boogie. <laughs> you know, but like when I met Tim, I wasn't looking for a relationship at all. But when I met her, she, I don't know, I just gravitated towards her. You know what I mean? Like her spirit and everything. She's just a genuine person. That's right. what I loved about her. So it just grew naturally. So you loved her genuine nature. Yes. What else did you love? Her eyes. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say her ass. Yeah. That was a low answer. <laughs> no, he didn't like nah. that. He didn't like that. Yeah, I think nah, that's why I put eyes. some in. Everyone yeah. loves her eyes. <laughs> the eyes, that's what got me, man. Like, so. now, now, she said put some in now. Yeah, she, she, she got butt shots. Yeah. Now, was you down for the butt shots? I didn't know about the butt shots. How'd you she do that say, She said it's my fault. That she went and got him. Yes, because I I thought I was so cute, Gia. I came out, we were going to the club. I thought I just had it all together. Had my little top and like the little short shorts, the yeah, little yeah, jean yeah. shorts and my heels. And he was like, you wearing that? Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you ain't even feeling those out. You know, and so I was like, oh my God. You, you know, that I was like, all together. Like, Listen, I didn't. The last part talking about filling them out, she making that up. No, okay, I'm not. I'm about to say no, shit. I'm not. That, you was like, why don't you take nah, that for a liar? That's what she was thinking. Because she had her like some ripped up little shorts. I'm yeah. like, we going out. I'm saying, you wearing those? And you remember, you you remember that day. I remember that day. Yeah. And you said you're not feeling those out? He was like, you're not feeling. I didn't say that. Yet, and then he kind <laughs> of floated nah. off. Of, yes, you did, babe. I don't remember But that. was that what you meant when you said, are you wearing those? Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> so, yes. Tammy, so, Tammy, you went and got butt shots. Now, I asked you on the Breakfast Club. You said that you, you went to, you found out some strippers who got butt shots, yes. and that was how you got it done. Yes. Do you regret it at all or no? I do. Mm-hmm. Now I do. Only because, you know, I feel like for the first time, it was like, oh, I want, I, I've always wanted to be a little more plump or a little more mm-hmm. shapely. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I went and did it. But now my clothes don't fit the same. Like, you know, my my stylist, when he has to pull something, it doesn't go over my butt. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're finding that it's actually... It's a hindrance. A hindrance. You know, so yes. I'm like, mm, you know, but... But do you like the way that you look naked? I like the way it looks naked. I mm-hmm. will give it that. Because, you know, I've seen some bad ones. Yes. And I actually have a, a great one it's soft it's jiggly you know it moves like a real bottom <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying so <laughs> yeah, it does. so i'm okay in that area but it's just i think about it sometimes it's like i really shouldn't have got this done now did they do a fat transfer no 
It's the actual injections. Trip, oh, okay. Trip. What What do they use? Now, Gia, we're not going to get all off oh, into okay. that because it's bootleg. <laughs> oh, 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 You okay. wasn't nervous, though, Oh, no, I, did, I like, didn't know with that. With all these stories, you didn't say, you know what? I didn't know about the stories. I saw the strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Their butts looked good. That's I a said, great who example. did it? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I'm going to go to the same person. Okay, it, I understand. And then I heard about the all stories, the stories. Right. I understand. Yes. So how do you like the way that it looks? Because it was her indirect gift for you i like it you do like you it. know but i feel like she didn't need it mm-hmm. i hate that she took what i said to make her go do something so drastic <laughs> see that's what men don't realize and i think a lot of women don't realize that either sometimes you can make the slightest mm-hmm. comment mm-hmm. and it can weigh on a person's mind yep. and create an insecurity and i'm not saying that you had an insecurity but I mean, I know I've felt that. I know mm-hmm. my husband has felt that. Mm-hmm. I might just make a little comment about him and a wife beater. Next thing you know, he's in the gym oh, right. for six hours. Oh, yeah. I, gotta, oh, I gotta lose this. I gotta yeah. lose this. I got a twelve pound goal right now. <laughs> before. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Most yeah. Definitely. So sometimes it's just like a little itty bitty thing, and then it gets the mind going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she did True. that about my feet one time. I was wearing some some sneakers. Yeah. She was like, "Damn, them look like boats on your feet." I didn't Uh-oh. say boats. She I said that drink. they looked like little tiny space shuttles. <laughs> Hurt my feelings, man. Made you drop down the side. Like, I walked out the mall by myself. I was like, nah, I like these shoes. I walked out by my... I was hurt. Yeah. I was hurt. And that is the short of the story. It was actually... It ended so badly. Like, it was... was, I mean, we were younger. We were younger, but it ended very badly. You haven't worn those since, huh? Hell no. Yeah. (laughs) What shoes? It it was the Allen Iversons. Remember the spoke? Which one? The, the the first ones. The oh, ones. They yeah, 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 yeah. They had to have some silver yeah, in it. Yeah, there was silver in it, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, she hurt my feelings, though. Now, let me ask you a question. Now, with sex, mm-hmm. with him being a lot younger, now, Guy and I are a, a little a little older than, than him, but now when we have sex, it is for me, it's one and done. It's like, one, right. I'm going to sleep. Not right. today. He had time today. Uh, and you know something? I just want to tell you that I love you a little bit more today. I really do. That did, did, I I, did I not call you and tell you that I love you a little bit more that today? energy drink work today, boy. Oh, shit. Was it just an energy drink? I'm not telling you. Okay. That's <laughs> Sammy's cocktail. I can't tell you because I can't tell you what it is. It might be illegal. <laughs> It's a recipe. Now, with, with sex, now with him, he's he's dirty, he's younger, he's ready to rock and roll. Do you have yes. to be like, look, I, this is it for me. We yeah, want it done. We had to get to that point because for <laughs> <laughs> when when it first was happening, child, we would go. He was like pulling 45, 50 minutes, and I'm like, oh my god, what? 45, 50 minutes. See, hold on. We did that in high school. <laughs> hold on. See that? That's a, draw inspiration. That was high school. See, I don't From need this right that now. long, Gia. I'm the same way. 45 I don't need that long. minutes. Listen, you give me a good ten, and we good. I don't want maybe fifteen on the don't, a listen. solid fifteen. A solid fifteen. Yeah. I don't want 40 minutes of straight, but yeah. everything together, foreplay. Oh, well, see, we were, we, we were talking about foreplay. Like, that's a different thing. That, I, so I, I thought, thought 45 you, minutes smashing and foreplay? He's does Holy the foreplay and then 45 minutes? smash when we first started. Right. And I had to be like, I don't need all <laughs> I had to regress. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. Did you do that for you or were you doing that he for her? He did that for me. You thought uh, that's what she wanted? You got to prove it first. You got to make sure she ain't I mean, talking shit about it. It was early in the game, so I had to spray on her. You know? <laughs> literally? Yeah, literally. literally. Yeah. I, had, I had to. She had to get taken to the killing fields one, <laughs> at least once or twice. Gosh. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. 
were you intimidated by her? Oh, by nah, her beauty, never. by her success, never. by never people that she was with in the past. Never, I don't care about that. Really? Okay. He better than me. I couldn't have been like if nah, like I don't care. Anybody that you would be with in the in, in the past, I would be comparing myself. I'd be like, I would even ask you. I was like, I better than I was better than him, huh? I would. I would. I, I just just me as a person. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe that's the. But you're very thing. you're very competitive. I am. You are a competitive person. I am. So. <laughs> Maybe he's not. Either he's not, or he's just extremely secure. No, nah, I'm super. I'm super competitive, and I'm I'm extremely secure. And you know, I don't have to ask because I feel it clinching, and I'm looking at her. So I, <laughs> so I know, what, I know what the business is. Do, do, do you find that they work? They do work. You think that they work? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now work. I asked you something on the Breakfast Club, and you talked about it. And then when I told Gia, Gia thought I was lying, right? Uh oh. Now you said on the Breakfast Club that you will not. Fully go down on him, like deep throat. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Why not? Why? <laughs> no. She said, "No, I'm not doing that." No. No. Was it Mm-mm. something that was in your repertoire before? Yes, I, I know how to. I've done it a lot, but mm-hmm. I'm 47. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not doing that right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have to explain because <laughs> I feel like the top is the epicenter anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you just really do that really well. Oh. You're going to get the same result. It's either going to be coming in your throat or come in your eyes. So why I got to, you know, put Reggie, forth you cool? any extra work? Are you cool with that? I'm, I'm cool with that top work. Okay. <laughs> my I'm cool my top it. game is strong at but, this stage I mean, of the game. The reason, I, well, I'm going to speak from my opinion and what I think that men like about it. It's to, to watch it disappear and to imagine exactly, you know, mm-hmm. what's going on in there mm-hmm. and to watch a woman gag because it gives them an ego boost and it mm-hmm. makes them feel like, you know, you can fill in the blank. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I mean, I like to feel like control. I meant to feel like my dick is so big that she can't breathe. That you that's, can't breathe. That's, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. that's why I wanted to yeah. let you fill in because I didn't I feel, want to use that language. I mean, but yes. That's, <laughs> that's how I feel. Now, right. now I will say this. We've been together a minute. So mm-hmm. like in the beginning, we did a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he knows what I'm capable of. Yes. Right. But it's like with my schedule, you my know, schedule. I be tired. It's like, right. I can't do, let no, me just hit like me. this Look, real quick. I got to get up in the morning. <laughs> yes. I got three yeah. hours of sleep. We got to make this fast. We got to hustle up on this <laughs> thing. Saying yeah. a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> now, did you have any reservation with dating somebody in the entertainment, in, in the athlete, I should say, entertainment industry with Kenny? Because you were married to Kenny and, mm-hmm. and Hold you guys on, let's, got divorced? Hold on, let's be clear. So your first husband, yes, was Kenny Anderson. Was Kenny Anderson, famous basketball mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. And how long were you married? Seven years. You were married for seven years, yeah. and you've had two daughters. Two daughters that came from that marriage. Yes. Okay. Yes. Continue. Babe. So, did you have any reservation with dating another baller or in the same field? You know what? I have to say honestly, no, because here again, like Kenny and Reggie are so polar opposite Mm -hmm. that in talking to him and spending time with him I saw the difference and then when he introduced me to his family it was like okay this is a completely different persona right so I I didn't have any reservations I think my biggest reservation in the beginning was with the age like how are people going to respond to me being an older woman and stuff like that and he's like well I don't care about it I would like for you not to care about it so it took me some time to get over that because his father is three years older than me. Mm-hmm. And my oldest daughter is four years younger than him. Right. So, it, we, we, you know, like for me, I dealt with that. And he was just kind of like, 
you know, I love you. Like, you're the woman I want to be with. And so I'm not thinking about that. Were you well received by his family? I was. Oh, yeah, okay. I was. Very nice. I was. And you were well received by her daughters? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. You know what I wanted to ask? You know, people always ask us in the relationships, when to fight and when to let go. When did you know, when did you stop fighting for your first marriage? It was like, this is not working for me. This is more of a, of a headache and a hassle than actually making things better. Well, you know, not to um, disrespect Kenny in any way, because, you know, we're in a good place right now. We haven't always been. But if I'm going to speak truthfully and candidly, um, you know, he just wasn't the man that he is now then. Right. And there was a lot of infidelity. There was a lot of abuse. And, um, you know, it. there was a time that we got into a, a physical altercation and he... Um, kicked me down the stairs and my oldest daughter who was at the time six years old saw that and you, you know was like mommy are you okay and that's when it clicked for me like oh my god I'm raising daughters right. like I can't let them see this and think that it's okay to stay and so literally the next day I was on a plane and you know filing for divorce wow yeah but but Kenny's not that guy now no. right. you know what I mean we're talking you know we were married from 94 to 2001 and he was just a completely different person that's like 15 years ago you right. know what i mean so he's he's grown a great deal you know what i wanted to ask too he's from from you from houston yeah and kenny's from queens yes is it is it a difference in the way they raise their their kids down south you know because even with going to school i went to hampton university and i had roommates and they were just more respectful mm-hmm. you know new york was more that yeah. Fuck it, I don't give a fuck. Like it's just yeah. that attitude. But I noticed down south is more of a respect. Everything is respect first. Mm-hmm. Was it more respectful with this relationship than dealing with somebody from? Because you're from uh, this I'm side from as well. Mm-hmm. Dealing with somebody from this side. I'm not going to put it on a geographical location. I'm going to put it more towards the upbringing in the household. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, Kenny was from Queens, single mom, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just trying to make it and hustling up, doing whatever she could. There was not a a male role model present. And then you take Reggie, who had his mother and his father, who witnessed Mm -hmm. their relationship until the day his mom passed, because she's no longer with us, stayed married, stayed committed to the relationship, and he saw respect of a woman. Right. And so I think that's just where it comes from. And I think, you know, in in urban communities, most of the time, like I said, not geographical, because there's a hood everywhere. You Absolutely, know what I mean? Yeah. If if there's no male figure and the, the female is trying to just make it, then they're not really instilling certain qualities in you to take forth when you deal with a female. And so I just think Kenny was a victim of that circumstance. Gotcha. What was it that made you fall in love with Kenny? Because he was completely different than uh, the, at the time I was living in LA. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't know he played basketball. I had mm-hmm. came to New York. I had a development deal with MTV mm-hmm. and came to New York to do, um, at the time it was called um, Beach Beach MTV or something like that. And Anthony Mason was having, who used to play for the Knicks, yeah. was having a birthday party. And I was there mm-hmm. at the party. And he walked up on me. And he was like, um, my name's Kenny Anderson. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, nice to meet you, Kenny. He was like, you don't know who I am? Oh, really? And I said, <laughs> I no, I don't. And he was like, well, I always tell people, you know, if you don't know Kenny Anderson, you must be living in a cave. <laughs> and <laughs> so, New York you know, that New York. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, OK, boop, you know, keep it pushing. And I left and he followed me outside. and He was like, let me just get your number. And 
literally for like a month, he would just call me. He never said what he did. I never said what I did. And so he was like, do you like basketball? I I would like to invite you to a game. I was like, sure. Has a car come pick me up, takes me to the Meadowlands, which is where they played at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in my seats looking the whole time like, when is this dude going to come? He got me at this damn right, game by right, myself. Right. And then I hear the man go, Kenny Anderson, you know, when he made a basket. And I was right. like, oh, my God. You know, so I'm <laughs> right. sitting there. So the game was going on. You didn't know he played at first. Because I'm looking for him. Because right. it wasn't like, Google I, back then. Yeah, right. yeah you right. can right. do Google any of that. Exactly. Listen, listen, this story is ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. So the game's over and I'm still sitting there. Just sitting there. People sweeping, cleaning up. They finally like, ma'am, who are you waiting for? I said, Kenny Anderson. They're like, he left. He left me at the Meadowlands because he thought, oh, she knows to come to the tunnel. I know nothing about basketball. Oh, no, nothing, right, you know, like this right. whole subculture right, right, right. that mm-hmm. exists. So I ran up to the, um, you know, in the in the arena to a payphone mm-hmm. <laughs> and called him. He's like, I'm at the Shark Bar. I don't know if you remember, remember the, the Shark, shark Bar back then. So he actually came back from the Shark Bar, had already sitting there with his food, drove back, came to get me. We go back to eat and we're sitting there and these people are sitting across and he's like, oh my God, I hope these people don't come over and talk to me. I don't feel like being bothered. I'm just trying to have dinner. So the lady walks up to the table and she's like, Tammy, can I take a picture with you? Because you know, real world was out. So he was like, well, what right. the fuck you do? You know, and I was like, we didn't know. And then from that moment, he's like, this woman's going to be my wife. And it just kind of evolved mm-hmm. from that. So it's it's like the cutest love story right. that didn't last. But right. <laughs> it was, you know, it was good. That was smooth time. what he did. No, like he, he was he was he was on it. Like the, his his game was on point. But um, it, it was different. Like you know, I couldn't can't explain it because I from 15 to then I was living in Los Angeles, and that's a completely different guy. So I was just kind of like, he's got some swag and he mm-hmm. talks smooth, and you know all this other stuff. So I, you know, I fell for that. Today's episode of the Casey Crew is brought to you by Casper Mattresses. The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Made for outrageous comfort, the Casper uses pressure-relieving memory foam and a breathable springy layer to create the perfect sleep surface. You want a good night's sleep? Try the Casper mattress, all right? Now, you could get $50 towards any mattress purchased by visiting www.casper.com crew and use offer code, again, crew. Now, free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. Terms and conditions apply. Once again, Casper mattresses. You can try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. All right? How dope is that? Try it. Casper mattresses. Now, how was raising the, the, the two baby girls with without Kenny at the time? Because I know he was on the road. He was yeah. traveling. Kenny was was Mr. NBA. Mm-hmm. How was that being a single mom raising those girls and trying to keep them One grounded? One was six. The other was... You, at the time that we got... That I filed for divorce, six and four. Six mm-hmm. and four. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it. I, I, I guess I was a single mom, even though we were still married at the time. But you know, I, my kids, I invested a lot in into my kids because he wasn't around. Like I was a very hands on mother. Like I was that PTA mom. I was that you know mom that took them to piano lessons and right. gymnastics and tried to keep them active and camp and all this other stuff. So I was really that type of mother. Um, but when we got divorced, it really wasn't like there was a missing entity. It was like life kind of continued. Right. Yeah, because they knew me and knew daddy, but when daddy was home. Right. Right. Yeah. 
And what made you get back into the limelight? Because you, you did Real World, you did mm-hmm. all these shows, and then you kind of, you became mommy. Right. And then you just said, you just popped back on the scene. What made you say, you know what, I want to do this now at this time in my life? Well, honestly, I was, you know, I was mommy. Mm-hmm. And then I said, now you guys are old enough that I can go work. And I started getting back out into the acting. And it was really well. And I landed this role on a VH1 BET situation, like a collab thing they were doing that was produced by Queen Latifah called Wifey. And the show was shooting in Jersey. Mm -hmm. So I packed up the whole family and moved to Jersey. You know, I was already divorced from Kenny by then, living off savings and, you know, just trying to keep everything going. And then um, BET and VH1 couldn't reach a deal. So they canceled the show. Wow. But I had moved my whole family. So I stayed here and the first year just tried to make it happen. Like, oh, I'm just do it from New York. And you just like, it's really not the same industry right, here right. in New York. So I, was, I learned that quick, mm-hmm. slowly, but quick. Um, so the second year I was like, I'm, I'm running out of funds. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to go get a job. So I started working for Morgan Stanley. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that's the story that led to, I was like, this ain't enough money. Like I got to figure something out. And I went to get on EBT. So that's EBT? that story. Uh, okay, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> EBT. EBT. Food stamps. Oh, my bad. But <laughs> so I went to the offices and got the EBT. And while so, working for Morgan Stanley? While working for Morgan Stanley, child. Wow. I said, yep, mm-hmm, I need to go ahead on and handle up on this little scam real quick. I'm going to tell I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. And um, I was on the train one day riding to work. And this lady was like, oh, my God, you're Tammy from the real world. And I just saw you on the Steve Harvey show. I love you. And I'm like, my life has really become me on this train riding to this nine to five that I don't want to do. Right. I got to figure something out. And I went home and the the guy I was with at the time, we were watching TV and they were doing the Basketball Wives Marathon for the first season. Like right. a lot of people don't realize they had a whole season before I came on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, they had, a, they had a season before I got there. Okay. And I was like, Basketball Wives, well, I need to be up on this. I'm an ex-basketball wife. You know, let me figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I called VH1. And VH1 was like, of course we know you, Tammy. Call Shed. Called Shed and I was right. like, I need to get up on here because this is not my y'all y'all you know manicuring and pedicuring and dinners and that ain't what I'm doing. I'm taking the train every morning, mm-hmm. the one at that, all the way down to <laughs> right. New York Plaza. So you know how long that ride is. How many years ago was this? This was uh, 2009. Okay, and uh, they were like, okay, this is perfect because it is a different dynamic, mm-hmm. and they let me on the show. And wow, the rest is history. Wow, right. wow, wow. Yeah. So it's been that long. It's been that long. Mm-hmm. Now, Time how, flies when it comes to like television. You don't really re- I don't realize, realize mm-hmm. that it's been that long. Seven years. It seems like because you're so part of their life. But if you remember when she first got on, the, her, her babies were small. They were exactly. Small. Yeah, that's how you know how. <laughs> and go now. She did, her daughter's mm-hmm. in the music industry. Yeah. Right. Be like goodness gracious, we've seen her daughter actually grow. Grow up. Now, how was that for you? Because were you at all starstruck seeing her? Because she's been on television mm-hmm. from that. Was that like wow? Honestly, when we first met, I didn't even know Mm -hmm. because I don't I didn't watch basketball wives or reality TV. So when she told me, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, but that just added to me liking her even more because she wasn't sedated. She wasn't stuck up and nothing. She was just like a regular female <laughs> you know what I mean and, and I just love that man so. now her, she's so opinionated with everything oh yeah how was that in the relationship at home because 
You know, sometimes, like I like I told my son, I got a, a 13-year-old, right? And my 13-year-old, be, they argue sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. And I tell I got to put them to the side. I'm like, sometimes saying nothing means you won the argument. Yeah. Just let no, it go. No, it doesn't. See? You got to let them have it. <laughs> you just got to let it happen. What kind of logic is that? But sometimes, like this one here, <laughs> she going to keep going and pressing you. Yes. Till she make you say something. Absolutely. So, it, well, the bottom line we is go that back you have and to forth. understand. You just can't let something go. Not Agreed. Understood. You sound like ten. Agreed. Oh my goodness. Agreed. <laughs> like we we have to be on the same page. We don't have to agree, but we have to be on the same page. See? I have to understand. We, where we you're will never from, understand. Never. And understand. you have to never. understand where I'm coming from. You, the two of you, never understand. We will never understand that. <laughs> I just, I just I'm big on getting growth, my though. point across. It does. That's that's what that's what I have to do. Like I have to. Like, and sometimes he'll just, he wants to do the concession thing and concede and like, mm-hmm, I get it. You know, and it's like, I know he doesn't get it. So I'll talk an extra you hour. keep going yes. to make sure. Make sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. You can't just be yeah. like, okay, babe, you got it. Yeah. No. Because I know that that's just like your little way of skating out of it exactly. because you don't want to be bothered. <laughs> so now you can sit there silently and I'm going to continue yep. to make sure that you understand them and ask you questions to make sure that you're still checked See? in I'm while I'm crazy. talking. I'm she not crazy. Nah, she's not crazy. She's like, so why, why am I mad? I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> why are you mad? Because I did that thing. No, 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 no but explain it. Explain to me. I've been talking for 46 minutes. I'll be like, mother, I'll be like, I turned you out five minutes, right. minutes ago. I got I'm like, tell me again. And if you <laughs> don't know, now we're going to argue about the fact oh, that you're not paying attention while we're talking and trying to get on the same and, page and, and then with tammy her delivery can be so just harsh fuck, fucked up but now i what, believe that now let me ask him what i can you, believe that though what do you do in that situation <laughs> because sometimes right i feel like if you this excuse my french i'd be like if you was a nigga we'd be fighting yeah you if ain't, you was a man i would have been slept up what? man <laughs> What month, a year or two ago. <laughs> I said, because the way you're talking to me, it's just like you you want you want a piece. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? Man, you just gotta realize she's a female. <laughs> female females are emotional. Mm. And you know, and I know that she really you don't just mean us in a box. We're just emotional. <laughs> Female, just, females are females act off emotions. No. Yes. No, men don't. Not uh, not all men. Some men. Some men, but most some females. Some, I'm not emotional. Well, you you're, you're an more anomaly. Logical. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that is. Most females move off emotion. I see. The thing is, I think that men are more emotional than women. I don't. Nah. I definitely think females mm-hmm. are more emotional. I don't think so. I think that men choose to hide it better. But I think that women are stronger in a lot of ways and less emotional. I think the little bit of emotion that we feel, we may express it. I think men feel more emotion and express less. So so you're very emotional. I think it's a misunderstanding. I'm very passionate about Mm -hmm. the things that bother me, the things I believe in, and the things I support. Like there is no, it's not like one day you're this way and the next day you're like this. It's even kill across the board whatever matters to me whatever i'm upset about it's all one note i'm gonna go from here to there <laughs> instantaneously yep. now now with your kids how, how do you react with your kids because the exact same way and how do they act towards you my listen my kids you had to go to a point one time where they hated mom they, <laughs> no no not at no all. <laughs> never my kids like 
love me and worship the ground. That, that that may not be the right verbiage, but they like, yeah, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. like mom is the greatest, but I am the same with them that I'm with my, you know, the people on my team as I'm with my guy, I'm the same. Like, and, and unfortunately, you know, my kids are like, mom, we, we're not people on the street. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're your children. I'm like, I'm the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did this and this is how I feel about it. You know, so we had to go through those moments, but they just know that's how I am. But you can tell that you love them with the same intensity. Exactly. And this portion of the Casey crew is brought to you by Scent Bird. Now, friends don't let friends buy perfume at fragrance counters, right? <laughs> One, it's expensive. Two, it's tough to say no. You know how all them people come up to you and want to just spray stuff on your wrist? Isn't that annoying? <laughs> Very annoying. And three, you're nose blind. You can't possibly tell if you're going to love that fragrance like with a hundred others when they spray one on your neck, one on your arm, one on your wrist, one on your nose. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Now, Scentbird.com is for women and men. So you can get your lady something, your girl, your fiance, or whatever it may be. Go there right now and pick something up. Your personal perfume playground. Everything. Yes. All right. Now, just uh, fifteen dollars a month, you get to choose from over four hundred and fifty luxury fragrances like Gucci, Prada, oh. and Tom Ford. Okay, so they're actual Absolutely. fragrances that people may have heard of or actually have in their closets right now. That's right, and okay. they're not fake, not fake at all. So go to scentbird.com. <laughs> not fake. And enter promo code Crew for twenty five percent off your first perfume or cologne. That's s c e n t b i r d dot com. Promo code. Crew for 25% off your first perfume or cologne. Scent bird. Now, what's one thing that you don't like about Tammy? I, I think I know it, but. <laughs> what, Easy. What? How you gonna know it? No, because he's a football player, yeah. so I know he doesn't smoke, but Tammy mm. smokes. Oh. So I know that. Is that, is that one well, thing? Well, he probably had another one, but. That's one too, but He's I'm sure he probably got a good five <laughs> stored away. All right, so what's some? It's not that much. Man. <laughs> what's one thing that you don't like about Timmy that she does that? Um, I could. I don't like the smoking, mm-hmm. and I hope she quits. But um, give him something else, baby. And nah, I'm telling. And the tone thing—that's my biggest issue. Because like I'm a person. However you come to me, I'm gonna reciprocate that, and that always starts with us, right? And she feel like I be tripping. I feel like she be tripping. So it's just a big blow up. <laughs> but is that is that like a major strife in your relationship? A strife? Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a strife. But it's it's just, a thing. It's a thing. It's something that we gotta get better at. Do you do you plan on working on it? What? <laughs> you see? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you see that? What working on which part? <laughs> um, what he said about I guess your intensity or your tone. I have been working on my tone, but even with that, even with the tone, excuse me for cutting you off, babe. But even <laughs> with the even with the tone, it's like the other look. It's other things that she does that burns me up. Okay, like the other the other three things. Man, it's like she'll try to say it nice, but it'd be kind of condescending. <laughs> See, right. it, it's that's what I'm saying. You I know, can't win for losing <laughs> because I'll really sit and think and go, okay, Tammy, figure out how to say it so nobody thinks you have a tone, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'll deliver, and then they go, you didn't have to say it like that. I'm like, well, I thought I was being nice. I thought I changed it. You know what I'm saying? Ask, so our version of trying. Ask our buddy right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do, y'all, how do y'all end the dissolve arguments or situations? How, how does it end? Do y'all say, do y'all go to sleep mad? No. No? No. Nah. Nah. We, don't, we never do that. Um, we never go to sleep angry, but 
most of our endings are usually like, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Because we learned this really great technique at uh, Marriage Boot Camp because we did that show on WeTV. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like, you know, like when a person says something, usually we go, okay, I get it, right? But really and truly, they may have meant something else or contextually right. a different thing. Right. And repeating it back. Mm-hmm. And then when I, you know, a lot of times he'll say something, I go, okay, let me try to understand what I think you're saying. And then I repeat it back and he goes, oh, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. So that's how we kind of work through after we, after we're here, Mm -hmm. then we both calm down. It's like, okay, let's try to talk this through. That's a good technique. Yeah. See, but now we got to just start talking through from the beginning instead of letting it blow up. Right. Right. So that's what we're working towards. See, for us, I think we cut each other off all the time. So like she'll talk for 20 minutes. No, no, no. No. No, 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 no. See, she's from New York, too. from New York, yeah. See, yeah, that's, that's y'all yeah. thing. <laughs> that's, that's a New York thing. That's one thing that really agitates me about you. What? When we have a conversation, mm-hmm. his idea of conversing is that he gets to talk for 26 minutes, and I have to sit there astutely paying attention to mm-hmm. everything that he says. Mm-hmm. I can't sigh. I can't roll my eyes. Roll, don't roll your eyes. I, don't I don't can't roll, roll eyes. my eyes. No. I can't look off to the left. I could make a hard left, but I can't look off to the left because I look off to the left, then it insinuates Before something Before I finish the sentence, negative. she's already mad. I could be like, babe, I was going, oh, that's what you... <laughs> Let me finish what I was saying. I was going to say I was going to choose. Before I said anything, cuts off, pissed off, and now the whole time she's sitting there mad, stomping her because, foot. Wait. Because you are very long-winded. And I, I'm a very detail-oriented person, so I like receiving details. Mm-hmm. I like to hear what you have to say. But you, if I ask you a question and you want to take 26 minutes to answer me, I have to wait the whole 26 minutes if I let you have your way to tell you, dude, you're on the wrong track. That's not what I was asking you. You're not answering my question. I want to get what I got to say out. So I will cut you off to say, listen, that's not what I asked you. Well, can you let me finish? You didn't know what I was about to say. Maybe in the last three minutes, I was going to answer your question. <laughs> the last I can't. three. That's the truth, though. Let I me get my answer. Let me get my answer. So he always <laughs> accuses me of cutting him off. Meanwhile, I'm trying to converse like a normal person. Right. You say something that I disagree with, and then I'm going to address it right there and then we can move on to the next point I agree because if not what winds up happening is if he says something I don't like in the first five minutes I'm concentrating on at that, that five yeah, minute point. Your answer because to that now I'm like, or your response. Well, how do I feel about that? Mm-hmm. What do I want to say? Mm-hmm. How am I going to make my point? So the other 21 minutes, I'm not even listening to you. Or and better than that, the other 21 minutes, you done said five or six things that have annoyed me now. Exactly. And now I got to wait with my little pen exactly. <laughs> and then to it address each convoluted, one. Yes. And then I'm more <laughs> agitated. So I would like to converse with you like a normal person. And it's not like, okay, your dissertation, then mine. Than your rebuttal dissertation, then mine. I'd it's not ridiculous. Argue. How about that? I'd rather just not yeah. argue. Yeah, I mean, in a perfect that easy. world, right? <laughs> if only with that easy. Now, what do you think about marriage? Because marriage is a business now. It's yes. not only about love and relationships and everything else. And you've been married before. I think it's about all of the above. So, what would you get married again? We've talked about it, and we both decided we don't really need to be married. Mm-hmm. I think you know, I did that with. You know, of course, with Kenny and I went down that road and the paper did not guarantee that we'd be together for the rest of our lives. And so I feel like with Reggie and I, I wouldn't want to hold him bound by the paper. Mm -hmm. I feel like if at any point either one of us feels like this is just not 
going to work anymore mm-hmm. or whatever, that we both can walk away free and clear. Mm-hmm. Additionally, I feel like I'm I'm much older. You know, hopefully I'm here a long time, but I don't want him to be, like I said, bound by the paper when right. he could go off and have another relationship. Is that a fear else. of yours? That he will go off and have another relationship? Um, That at some point, because you're talking about the paper right. and being bound and you don't want to hold him. It sounds like hold him hostage, hostage. in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. So how do I put this? It almost feels like listening to you say that it doesn't feel as though it, it seems as though you think that at one point he may want to leave. I, I think that at one point, either he's going to want to, or I'm going to encourage him to. I get that. Why? <laughs> um, you know, I like, I have two children. He doesn't have any kids. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if I want to travel that road again, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't want to stifle what, the desires he has for his right. life. Having another right. child, right? Yeah, you know, so it's... it's it, But you guys have tried. Yes, we tried. We okay. tried and unfortunately had three miscarriages. Right. Mm-hmm. And now I just feel like, I don't know if I want to put my body through... through that again. That again, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally, physically, everything that comes with it. So um, he's very patient and very understanding, but he's 30. Mm-hmm. At 40... Are you still going to be like, I'm kicking it with Tammy or like, I really don't, I don't have kids at 40. You like, and then all of a sudden now you're processing right. what you've been a part of. Mm-hmm. And, and he says, I love you. That's not it. And all this other stuff. And I get, and I feel, I believe that in my heart, mm-hmm. but I would never want to just have him bound to a situation when his desires aren't, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting everything I want. Like right. I've got a great guy and we travel and we have a beautiful time and great you know, romantic sex. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out a nice way to say it without cursing. <laughs> you know, all of that, you know, and a great support system mm-hmm. and a great helpmate. I got everything. And then I'll, I'll look at him and I go, are you getting everything? Mm-hmm. And I know that he wants to have a child and that's, he's not, at this time in our lives, he's not getting that. So. But if you're in love, which you obviously are, mm-hmm. and you're great partners, why not, go a different route. Why not get a surrogate or We've, if that is, if he wants a biological mm-hmm. child, mm-hmm. if not, why not adopt or just look, look at other options. We've, we've talked about that and we've actually discussed, um, the surrogacy mm-hmm. aspect of it. Um, having a gestational carrier mm-hmm. for me. Um, you know, it's just, then I go back to, I want to get up and get on the plane mm-hmm. and go away. I think I want to go to Puerto Vallarta this weekend, right. you know, and it's like now you got baby. You just might be at a different stage, a in your different life stage. Where you don't know if a baby yeah. is really right fits for, for me right now. And, and so how do you sense. feel about that, though? I respect that and I understand that. Right. And uh, I definitely want a child. But I, like I always say, I came into this relationship knowing that she's an older woman mm-hmm. and it's a possibility that she cannot give me a child. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like it'll be wrong for me to leave her for that reason. Right. So it that <clears throat> I won't leave her for not having a child. It would be, probably be another reason if we do break up or anything like that. But it wouldn't solely be because she couldn't have a baby. Gotcha. Yeah. So now, now on the show, you know they look at you as the villain. <laughs> yeah. And I tell you're like the quintessential villain. <laughs> <I was> like. <laughs> And everybody I speak to, and they, and they ask me about Tim, I'm like, nah, she a bitch. She's really nice. She's just really, <laughs> right. really nice. That Yeah, that's that's the funny thing, because I thought you were a bitch. Right. <laughs> 
And yeah. then and then I realized that you're actually not. Right. And I said to myself, wow, you know, I don't know if that is because when you look at reality TV, right. each cast member represents a different personality. Exactly. And you have to have this um assembly of personalities mm-hmm. in order to have an effective show that's entertaining that people want watch. to watch. Mm-hmm. And I think that you always fa- fall into the category of the villain. The villain. You mm-hmm. know, um, how much of that is your actual personality? Okay. So to that, I will say this. <laughs> when the other girls ain't doing shit, somebody got to do something. Right. Mm-hmm. True. That's mm-hmm. basically what it is. But I think every person, not just females, I think every individual has that side of them where it's like something happens and they can pop off. Mm-hmm. I think what people tend to forget is with reality TV, even though it's, you know, rea- supposedly quote unquote reality, they're making situations. Uh, a, yeah, situations, situations and drama and characters out of us you know like how you can't just have six people and everybody's happy you know like nobody wants to watch that you can't have six people and everybody's fighting nobody wants to watch that so ultimately the editors sit back and go this person's always going to be this character this person's always going to be this character much like a soap opera right Mm -hmm. and so you know i i always tell people I go through most of the season smiling, laughing, joking. I'm either doing some charity function or helping somebody over here or doing something over there. You'll never see that. But then the one time somebody says, you know, the one week of taping that somebody says something about my kids, that becomes the entire season. Because now you've given us the character we've made, we need you to be. Exactly. So that's going to make everybody tune in. Right. And this week's episode of the Casey Crew is brought to you by Latote. Now, Latote is a fashion subscription box that sends brand name clothing and accessories right to your door. Rent your look and get new clothes confidence every day. All you have to do is open your box, choose the things that you like, keep them, and everything that you're not too thrilled about, you send right back. How dope is that? Now, you can get $700 worth of clothes for only $39 a month. Remember, you take a little survey and they kind of get an idea of what your style is. So Mm -hmm. they're not just sending you random things. It's supposed to go hand in hand with things that you should like. That's right. Sign up today at Latote.com. That's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started for as low as $39 a month and enter promo code Casey Crew to get $50 off your first month. Fill out your style profile like my wife, my beautiful wife said. Style profile. That's right. Wear what you want. Return everything in the mail when you're done and you'll get a new box within days. Again, that's Latote tote.com enter our code casey crew and feel stylish with fashion delivered right to your door now with, with um what's old head's name i don't mean to call which one head. jackie jackie okay now with jackie christie Damn, right Sean. i can remember <laughs> now with jackie christie we've seen the previews right yes and with the previews it seems like you guys are getting at each other mm-hmm. now do you get to a point where you're like i'm really might have to fight a bitch does it ever go there or you, yes. or you know that security's well, coming and you just like, All Well, right. it's been there in the past several times right. where it's like, I'm going to have to knock you in your face. You know, I've had those moments. But I think with, um, <laughs> don't, laugh. <laughs> don't laugh, but you know, I've, I've been working really hard to curtail those desires to just reach out and tap somebody. But with Jackie this season, we definitely got into, you know, our little um, disagreement 
And I thought it was going to get physical. Uh, you know, I don't want to give too much away. Mm-hmm. But it, it got pretty close mm-hmm. to us actually laying hands on each other. Do, th- we're talking about Jackie Christie. Mm-hmm. Do you like her? I like Jackie. Yeah? Yeah, I do like, which is why, for me, I kept thinking, yo, I've got history with Doug. Like, Kenny and Doug, you know, are really good friends at the time when they were playing. Oh, mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, Girl, I do not want to hit Doug's wife. Like, why you put <laughs> right. me in this position? You know, so there are people where it's, it, and I'm sure you have this in your life. You meet somebody, something goes left. You have no history. You don't care. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get what you get. Right. And then there are other people that you you take a step back and you go, I'm not going to do you that to you. It. Yeah. Right. You know, no, we mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing this. This is not our moment. So it was that with Jackie. Now, mm-hmm. how does your family look at basketball wise with her on TV Mm-hmm. Do they do they know it's a difference or or do they be like yeah they know it's a difference and they love because they know her personally yeah they know her personally so they know it's a job and it's a show it's editors you right. know they cut it up how they want but. They don't pay no attention to the BS. I met they you, love gave me a big hug. I was like, yeah. I went, we sat in our seats because I met you for the first yes. time at the Global Spin Awards. Right, right. And we went and sat in our seats. I was like, she is so nice. <laughs> she get a big old smile. Her daughter is gorgeous. Thank you. Because I, yeah. I felt like I knew you. I, I was one of those like fan Like you don't understand. <laughs> like her Instagram is lit. Okay, <laughs> listen. I'll be like, yo, that bag is the business. Oh, my God, those shoes. Oh, my God, look at the kids. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a moment. So, like, I, I, I wasn't kidding. I was like, I live vicariously through her. Like, you know, so it, when I saw you, it was like, oh, my God. You know, it was one of those moments. I, was having I a fan started moment. following you with Bonnet Chronicles. A good friend of mine. I told mine. you the Bonnet Chronicles. Oh Listen. <laughs> if you be watching. That's what I want to talk I about. I ain't going to lie. I be watching. You know, I seen it one time, and I'm like, Yo, this is hilarious. A good friend of mine posted, reposted. Before you do, do you tape them? No, I do them myself. Oh, you tape them yourself? Selfie. Because now, because there was one with the with the Remy Ma and um. Nicki Minaj. Oh, those are our oh, sketches, yeah, and we it. actually hire a whole crew to come in I'm and do those. Oh, no, that, yeah. yeah, that's no, that's different. Yeah, <laughs> um, a good friend of mine reposted one of them, and I was sitting there watching. I'm like, damn it, if I don't feel that way, <laughs> I was like, follow. <laughs> and then I followed your personal account, and I was like, what? I, I look for them. I don't Thank know, I you. If she posted another Bonnet Chronicles today, and I'll just go to it, Thank and you. I'll sit there, and, and I'm dying. So, and you modeled too, right? Years ago, so younger you were a model, mm-hmm. you were an actress, mm-hmm. reality television star, mm-hmm. and now it seems like you're going the route of comedian. Comedian yes. do a show. When yes. did when did you find this? Were you always that person? I've always been that girl that made people laugh. Like yes. you know, your friends like my friend is so funny. So it's always yes. been that. What's going on right here? So it's always been that moment. But I think with Bonnet Chronicles, here again, like people don't see that side on basketball wise Mm -hmm. and that's how bonnet chronicles was born like the girls are talking mess i'm like girl you know holding up my little thing doing my little selfie video Mm -hmm. and it kind of took off so i was like okay i got a lot to say Mm -hmm. and it grew legs enough to the point that you know promoters are like you want to come do a comedy show you want to get on this thing Mm -hmm. and and i was like 
could I do it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you just want me to do Bonnet Like, it was a whole big production in my yes. house because I'm like, well, what do they want me to do? Do they want me to tell jokes? Is it just Bonnet Chronicles? Right. You know, I'm having a moment. I'm going to break down. Mm-hmm. I can't get up there, child. I can't do it. <laughs> you know, so it finally, you know, I got with, uh, you know, Ern, who's like my right hand and was sitting down. He's like, let's just make the Bonnet Chronicles jokes. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been doing really, really well. So you've done live shows. Yes. Tell me how... You were received by the audience. Tell me how it went. Sold out shows. Okay. Everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. Everybody leaves. They're like, yo, you are hilarious. Mm-hmm. They have a good time. It's It's been a really pleasant experience. Okay. And you're yeah. on stage for an hour? I'm on, st- well, the way I set up the show is I have a solid 30 minutes, mm-hmm. which of course is not enough to headline. So I align myself with, yeah. yeah, well, you know, I align myself with other comedians and I kind of come on as the MC and I'll do five here, bring up somebody five, you know, like that. So next time you're doing it, New York, New Jersey, can you invite us? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. We're trying to line up New York now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Now is your, is your direction to do your own Bonnet. Yes. Is that what your end game is? <laughs> that's that's where we're headed now. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of we, we we kicked around the idea of being like um, I was telling Envy on The Breakfast Club the other day, like a female Dave Chappelle, like variety mm-hmm. type with a bunch of sketch oh, comedy okay. stuff. We talked about that. And then we, we felt like it could even be bigger than that. You know, mm-hmm. like we haven't had an I Love Lucy type moment of show you know for an african-american in a long time you know tisha campbell's like the closest thing to that with the martin and you know gina that whole uh martin show but we you know we're trying to figure it out now and and Mm -hmm. take it out and see what we can get done with it good luck with that thank you i I honestly see it going somewhere just like what you said yeah we're hopeful we see it going somewhere (laughs) we're working for it i meant to ask you now with with being a a step daddy almost how is that being in 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 your your the her girl, her daughter's lives. Um, Especially considering they're semi they're close to your yeah. age. They're close to me. Are you in an age. authoritative person in their lives? I just feel like I'm somebody they could come talk to about anything. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I can relate to them because we're close in age. And, um, you know, whatever they need, I'm there for them. Right. You know, I don't try to be like, I'm your stepdad. You need to do this or some shit like that, man. I'm just relatable. I'm there for them. A ear, a hug, or whatever, man. Now, if y'all do try to have another child and you have a son, mm-hmm. would you let your son play football? You know what, Envy? I've been thinking about that. I don't. I really don't think so. Mm-hmm. I really don't think so, man. Because all the head injuries and stuff now, and it really, it's really not worth it to me unless you're one of the big money guys. It's really not worth it because there's so much you can do to make a lot of money outside of sports. Right. You know what I mean? I really want to start putting stuff in the hood to show young black kids that they can do other things besides basketball, football, or rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. flip houses, mm-hmm. start running trucks, trucking business. You can e-commerce. It's a lot you can do. So... That's my goal. And how did you get Tammy to Houston? Now she, you know, New York, <laughs> LA. How, how did you get her to Houston? Man, H Town player. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah, Tammy, you was already living was there. Already she was already Houston. living there. So yeah. what made you move to Houston? Because that's a, that got to be different yeah, from yeah. New York. No, it was completely LA. different. Um, and that's the thing. My mom passed away, mm-hmm. and is it just felt like everywhere in L.A. that I went, it was like. I would have a breakdown because mm-hmm. there's so many memories there. And I had gone to Houston for an appearance and visited a church there called the Fountain of Praise. And I was like, I really love that church. So I'm going to go for a week, go to church, 
look at some houses and I thought about Atlanta and I was like, no, I feel like that's going to be the black version of LA mm-hmm. <laughs> with, mm-hmm. in terms of the people. So I'm right. going to pass on that one. And I just was like, I want to be here. You know, cost of living is great. And my church home is there. And I just bought a house there. I want to ask you a question. <clears throat> Earlier you said something. And I think a lot of parents, especially parents of teenage girls mm-hmm. in particular, would be interested in your answer. You said that your daughters adore you. Yes. And I feel that way about my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a 15-year-old girl. What advice would you give to mothers of teenagers? Because what you and I have mm-hmm. in our daughters is a blessing. Right. I agree. I would say that the greater majority of mothers don't have that kind of relationship mm-hmm. with their daughters. I mean, my daughter comes home and tells me about Everything. the way that, yep. <laughs> you know, their her friends describe their relationship with their mothers or, oh, she didn't pack me a cookie today. She's such a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, just little things. And there's like an aggression towards mothers that mm-hmm. comes from their daughters. And I don't know if it's you know, a growing pain or what it is, but what did, what advice would you give? You know, quite honestly, I've never had that relationship with my daughters. And I think it's primarily because I've never kept one secret, one single bit of information mm-hmm. away from them. Mm-hmm. And I think that my transparency, yes. my flaws, my, my achievements, everything that I tell them and instill in them mm-hmm. has caused them to respect me so much that what they want to do is be, um, you know, not basketball wives, Tamley, but a replica of everything else I represent. Right. right. I understand. And so um, I think there's a, a great level of respect that I get from my daughters. But it, I think it's because I didn't keep one secret. It's like, you know, you want to have sex. This is this is what it's going to feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't going to be fun. It ain't going to be all, you know, the, the, the love, the doves all in the sky. It's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then he going to get up and he going to go on down the highway and you're going to be trying to call him. If I, you know, like I right. tell them mm-hmm. every honest. single thing mm-hmm. with complete honesty, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I think they respect that. No, I agree. I agree. We always say that you should talk to your children. Absolutely. The good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. the real, because when they realize that you're not perfect, they're not striving to be right. perfect mm-hmm. and they're not worried about being a disappointment to, to you, you mm-hmm. because they're not looking at you at the pinnacle of, you know, all things right. right. So we tell them about all the bad decisions that we've made. We Absolutely. Tell them about drinking and sex and, you know, potential disappointments in their lives mm-hmm. and school and where they want to be and what's realistic. And friends mm-hmm. and guys and, and ev- you know, just yes. everything. I told my daughter how to walk in heels like three weeks ago. See, <laughs> see there now, you go. I, I didn't put the heels on. Ready? Like, oh, about to say. Was she was going to her first sweet sixteen? Mm-hmm. Gia was in the shower because Gia was going with her, so she put on some heels and she was walking crazy, looked like a robot. Yeah. So I was so like, bad. I was like, my baby can't walk like that. <laughs> right, right. So I started playing Migos. Raindrop. I was like, yeah. you got to walk with swag. I, right. you gotta walk. I said, act like you're waving to people. Like, what's up? I said, oh, you don't like that person giving the middle finger? I, was like, yeah. so I taught her how to walk. But, yeah. you know, I, I do, we do everything with our kids, you know? Yeah. Yes. You got to. Absolutely. Right. You got to. Well, we appreciate you guys for joining yes. us. Yes, thank, thank, you, thank you for, for having, having us. Thank you, man. Appreciate this you know, is good. Look the best. And next time we come to Houston, you know, dinner on y'all. Uh, yeah. And Papa do that. Papa do that. We can do that. Tammy gets the big, the big table, the big table. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Tammy Roman, Reggie Youngblood. I'll never forget the Youngblood. Nobody never does. That's right. This is another edition of the Casey Crew. 